0: my beloved honorable ustad is with me right here yeah? let's go to him inshallah ustad assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh
1: wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekum ma'arafa jazakallahu khairan to our technicians brother Junaid khan and to brother riaz Hussain. bismillahir rahmanir rahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihil kareem. amma ba'd all praise is due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, nourisher, and Cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, we started the series of Fadayil Al-Quran, the virtues of the Noble Qur'an, and we completed Surah Fatiha, and then Surah Baqarah, Surah Al-Imran. Yesterday we discussed the first part of Surah Nisa, and today we discussed the second part of Surah Nisa. Surah Nisa is dedicated to the women, and many social issues, family issues are discussed. Now let us see what is rife and rampant today in our society, where there is tension between husband and wife. So all Maitya Allah Jalla mentions that if there is such a situation, then what should the husband do? That the wife is showing disrespect, she's rebellious and so forth. That you, the men remember that when the wife is in the wrong, your first step should be that you give her advice. Advice means tarqiqul qulub You speak to her in such a manner that you melt her heart. No shouting, no screaming. This must be done with love, affection, and in total privacy. Not in front of people, in front of the children. And that is also failing. وَهَجُرُوهُنَّ fil madaji. Then you separate the beds. Separating the beds means that you would hold the conjugal rights. It don't mean that now you take the double bed and take a saw and cut it into two, no. It means even if you sleep with your wife, but you are not fulfilling her conjugal rights for that one week, two weeks, one month. But be careful, it don't mean now you start getting busy with your secretary or somebody else, obviously that's haram. So it must be a temporary measure. And that also is not effective. She says very good, this suits me fine. Then you must remember Wadribuhun. Wadribuhun means that shock therapy, which means that you take a ruler or a miswak and you tap her on a hand. Islam never ever allows that the husband assaults his wife, hits his wife on the face and on the body, leaving marks and scars. All that is absolutely, totally haram. And if that happens, you, the wife, should lay a charge of assault against your husband, let him get locked up, and so forth. So today, many a time, the men, they must construe the meaning of Quran and Hadith for their own ulterior motives and hidden agenda so thus far we have three steps and yet it's failing then the fourth step you go to the family members or people you have confidence in when you fear that now this marriage is on the verge of breaking فَبْأَثُوا حَكَمًا مِّنْ أَهْلِهِ وَحَكَمًا مِّنْ أَهْلِهَا Then you appoint arbitrators from her family and your family. So whether it is your real family members or people who are your confidants, both is acceptable. Even at this 11th hour, إِي يُرِيدَ That if you have that islah, you have intention that for islah and that is that you want that there must be reconciliation between the parties. You wafiqillahu baynahuma, then all Matiallah jalla will bring tawfiq and meaning that all Matiallah jalla will allow the families to reconcile. So it shows that is the fourth step. Then only you go to talaq. So you, the man, you must remember that Quran is showing us we want to save the home and make the home, not to break the home. Today, many men and husbands, irresponsible, reckless, and then they have a small argument and straight away they give one talaq or two talaqs or three talak. and remember that that is not permissible. That Sayyidina Umar ta'ala anu, used to say that you must give Talaq one, to one talaq at a time. And that is what Nabi Ali salam taught also. Sayyidina Umar used to say, if people give three talaq one time, then bring them to me, la'uja'atuhu, then I will whip them and lash them. The fatwa of Sayyidina Umar mentioned in Sunan Sa'id bin Mansur. The three talaq should be valid, remember that. But the manner method you adopted is incorrect. Therefore, the person gets punished. So this is what Quran is saying. Now the other way round, where the husband is a guilty party, khafat min He is having a affair with woman, flirting with them, sending them SMS, WhatsApp, or meeting them, or one thing leads to another. That he is disobedient, or he is rebellious, deserting her. فَلَا جُنَاهَا أَلَيْهِمَا أَيُّسْلِحَا بَيْنَهُمَا سُلْحَا Then there's no son upon them they reconcile. وَالسُلْحُ خَيْرٌ So Quran says from the lady's side, the wife's side, she should try her level best to reconcile. Why should she do that? Remember that because there is not only her life it is because her life and the children's life there is a one child, two children, four or five children involved so so many people's lives will be impacted so therefore it is this advice Quran is giving and in the ending we see Almighty Allah Jalla speaking you must remember in Surah Nisa that Almighty Allah Jalla gives advice to this ummah that we all should be responsible and in that way there all might Allah tells us Allah is explaining to you the laws of inheritance and family law and all that so that you don't go astray so may all might Allah that we reconcile and we don't fall prey to the plots of shaitan that is the aim of shaitan to cause separation divorce Allah forbid Allah forbid between husband and wife
0: 27 minutes after four i'm just going to ask quickly Haji abu yusuf quickly just for 30 seconds to play the theme before i uh, just want to have a word with ustad inshallah 27 minutes after four
1: la <laughs> la
0: yeah. Let's go inshallah to our first question all the way from Tunisia. Our beloved brother, Mashallah Sheikh Idris. He wants to know the verse of uh, He says the verse says something about promising. Could Ustad please uh, just explain that verse inshallah.
1: When one studies Surah Baqarah, you will find that all Maitiyallah Jalla Wallah is informing us, we must remember about the Bani Israel. That are the children and the students and everyone connected to Nabi Yaqub. Yaqub was his name, his title was Israel. Israel means Abdullah. And remember, in this case here, all Maitiyallah is saying, Ya Bani Israel, azkuru ni'mati allati, and amtu alaykum. O you, the children of Israel, remember the bounties, my bounties upon you, and amtu alaykum which I gave you. I made you the best of people in your time. Gave you Nabi Musa alayhi salam, Nabi Harun alayhi salam, the Torah, all that after the gharq of Fir'an, the drowning of the pharaoh, واوفوا باهدي اوفي باهدكم You fulfill my pledge you must worship me alone. You must follow the Anbiya, Nabi Musa, Nabi Harun, alayhi wasalam. You must follow what is in the Torah. All these things here. If you do that, then I will fulfill my pledge and assist you and help you. But we see majority of Bani Israel were rebellious. They were proud. They did everything opposite. And fear me alone. So we must have the fear of all, so this is to sum it up Surah 2 Surah Baqarah verse 40 And that is <coughs> And Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said As you are doing so you will be treated If we do good all might Allah will grant us barakah blessing And Quran says that Allah You will get barakah from the heavens and earth And if you do vices and sin and all that and proud about it then, for We open the doors for a little while for them, حتى اذا فرحوا بما Utu أخذناهم بغتة. And remember that when we are, they are happy now with what Allah gave them, أخذناهم بغتتا So suddenly we seize them and punish them. Fa هُمْ Then they become disillusion. Remember when Allah gives, that is blessing and barakah. And Allah punishes, that is muhula and the respite mm. Allah is giving. So there's a big difference between them. Your parrot, your fish, you give out of love, you are feeding them. And you have rats and mice and all that. You're giving them something to trap them. So that is how the easy example is. Allah Ta'ala give us barakah.
0: Ustad, we go to uh, Haji Ibrahim, Ibrahim Seydah, all the way from Italy. He says, what a beautiful morning is there in Italy, Ustad. He wants to know that what is the Sharia ruling on medical aid, hospital planning, and what about the permissibility of
1: using services of Rashmed? This is brother Ibrahim Seydah from Italy, Ustad. Remember, brother, we don't know what are your systems there in Italy, but I'll just give you the principle and the usul. Our fatwa and verdict on this issue is, whether it's medical aid, whether it's hospital plan and so forth, what are you doing? You are paying a certain amount monthly or you pay a certain amount annually and it is not money for money like life insurance and so forth that haram and not permissible because there you're giving money and collecting money that's gambling interest and so forth Yeah, you are getting services instead so what is the service you are getting that if you are ill you get medication, operation you stay there in the hospital and so forth and so on so therefore the fatwa will be permissible yes from taqwa point of view per people per- go abstain and refrain so that is precaution very good but fatwa will be we say it is permissible and if you're in a country like South Africa and so forth where the government hospitals leave a lot to be desired and many other issues as well so therefore we rule that it is totally permissible to take out your medical aid and hospital plan and so forth and so on. Ustad, we go to Chipata, Zambia, Sister Nuron.
0: Ustad, Sister Nuron. I would like to know, Mufti if it is permissible to pray Nafil Salah in the Hatim whilst performing Tawaf and making sure they do go they do go right around the Hatim as part of the Tawaf, Ustad.
1: It is not permissible, that not according to Shafi's, Hanbali's, Maliki's, Anafi's. Whilst you're performing Tawaf, you can't go inside the Hatim, your Tawaf is broken then. So you go around the Baytullah, you go around the hatim, the semicircle, not inside. During tawaf, that is not permissible. Yes, you finish your tawaf and now you get placed there inside and then you go and read, that's fine. Siddiqah Sida Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala ana'as Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yes, yes. I want to read Salat inside the Kaaba Musharrafah Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam For Siddiqah Sayyidah Aisha read there in the Hatim And you will find that the Hadith is mentioned in Mustana Ahmad Various compilations because that is part of the Kaaba Musharrafah itself
0: Ustaz, I've got a question coming right now from London, UK. Assalamu alaikum, honorable Muftisab. Last night, we thoroughly enjoyed the program. We're asking Muftisab, where can we get all the books and the questioning and answers of Muftisab's Q&A. This is brother Mustafa from Blackburn. He wants to know, Muftisab, quickly. I just want to go, I have a quick question to ask. What if the son wants to marry a certain woman, but parents object? Does he have to change his choice of marrying her? And move on to someone else and so on until the parents desire uh, uh, the decision. Ustad.
1: Remember that, Brother Mustafa, Shukran Jazilan for all the du'as. Secondly, Blackburn. is this in Blackburn? Yes, we know Blackburn very well. We made two, three Ramadans there with the help and mercy of all, Allah. And we know the Sheikh Siddharth, Mononah Siddharth, they have my details. Nevertheless, if you want, contact me by my WhatsApp number zero seven one triple eight one one eight four and just put the code plus 27 and you can ask Molana Yusuf, Siddharth and them, they have my numbers there, inshallah. And in that way there, that I'll send you all the books, inshallah. It will be e-books and it will be easy and you can distribute it to whoever you want to. Amen, so that is the main issue there. Second issue is that if the person, now he has a son, he has a daughter. For the daughter to get married without her consent, with consent of her guardian, her father, and so forth, that nikah is null and void. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, La nikah ha illa bi waliyin, that nikah is not permissible except with the consent of the wali, and that is the father, and so forth, and so on. And the hadith is authentic in Tirmidhi and Abu Dawud. And number two is this, if it is the son, so for him we will say that it is better and preferable, desirable, he should take permission and the du'as and blessings of his father, mother, everybody, then get married to that girl. So that is the best of the best. But if for some reason they are not agreeing and this boy gets married to that girl, remember the nikah would be valid. But we will tell him it is something discouraged. Hmm. So we should also realize that why are the father, mother objecting? Sometimes they object because of linguistic language and cultural reasons. The boy is a surti and the girl is a mammon. Or the boy is a mammon and the girl (coughs) is a surti. Or something, or Urdu speaking or whatever. So these type of reasons are not valid in Islam. So if the boy gets married in a case like that, the nikah would be valid. Valid.
0: Ustad let us go to MashaAllah brother Ilyas all the way from Bloomfontein He says Muftisab I have heard that if a person takes an oath saying If I do this or do not do this I will become a kafir forever The person becomes a kafir if he or she swore the oath With the belief that he or she would adopt kufr upon its non-fulfillment He this true I would be very grateful if you could please provide a detailed answer For my satisfaction Brother Ilyas from Bloomfontein Ustad
1: First and foremost to take this type of qasam and oath on nazar nazar means a vow that if you do this the person says that if he goes to committing zina or fornication, adultery, then he becomes a non-Muslim. You're not allowed to do this type and take this type of statements. And remember, if he does so, for real, he will become a non-Muslim. And if he dies in that state, he goes straight to Jahannam forever and the hellfire forever. So we need to be very, very cautious and circumspect in this, in this regard here. Therefore, each one of us must be, you understood, praying to all, Allah, Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran verse 8, Rabbana la O beloved Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated, after you gave us guidance, lana rahma, oh, O Almighty Allah, grant us from your side the special, special mercy innaka antal wahab verily, O oh, all Allah, you are the best one to give us the rahma and mercy and gifts, ya Allah, so that is what we should be doing, to say if i do this i become kafir and you do that really you will become a non-muslim allah forbid. and remember that there's a serious serious thing so therefore you should not utter this type of words and don't take this type of oaths or vows ustad, we go to
0: your student i'm going to say from now your student mashallah little talibah all the way from wellington she says mulana arafat he is your ustad from today, he is my sheik al-Hadith, subhanallah, She says, Muftisab, I want to know if a female wears a long dress or a skirt which covers her ankles completely, is it permissible for her to perform salah without wearing a pants underneath? Little Talibah from Wellington, New Zealand, Ustad.
1: Mashallah, sister from Wellington, New Zealand, 14 years old. Mashallah, shukran for all the questions Ameen. and du'as. There's a hadith in Sahih Muslim in Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmed. Umm Salama radiallahu ta'ala anha, Aas Mustafa sallallahu Alaihi the same question. I read salat without the izar, meaning without a trouser or pant and so forth inside. So what happens? So Mustafa sallallahu alaihi said, if your feet are covered and so forth, then it will be valid. However, there are three conditions to this. The skirt or the long dress, the maxi or whatever you want to call it, it must not be transparent and see-through. That's first condition. If it is see-through, transparent, the salat is null and void. Number two is this, you must have socks on or stockings on. Because when you go into Rukusazda, that dress, that skirt will come up and your ankles and everything will be exposed. And remember to cover the feet is compulsory according to Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis. Allah Ta'ala called the feet zina and is wajib compulsory, it must be covered. Hanafis say it mustahab and better. So if you don't have that izar and that paint underneath, Then remember, you will have to wear the stockings or the socks. Otherwise, your salat would not be valid because your ankles, your calves, so many things will get exposed. And the third thing is that remember, the best for you is to wear the izar and you should be such that there must be haya and shame involved. So you will see that some ladies, they don't find nowadays comfort wearing izar and so forth. So when they read Salat, they open their Musallah and there is an Izar. So that is permissible, but remember, not desirable. A Muslim lady must have haya, shame, modesty, and therefore best is to wear the Izar and so forth. So that is our advice regarding this issue.
0: Who said a quick question from New York. Haji Yunus wants to know quick. He says a quick question, Mufti Sab. Value of house, must it be market, or can it be a figure agreed by inheritors as I inherited a house, Haji Yunus, Ustad.
1: Whatever you inherited, house, shop, property, whatever, and now you want to reach a mutual agreement, then you don't have to worry about market value. All of you, the A's, you put your heads together, and then amicably you agree on a certain figure, half a million dollars, quarter million dollars, one million dollars, However, to do this, all the heirs must be sane, they must be mature, and they must reach a mutual agreement. There must not be any coercion. You can't take out the gun and tell a person you must agree. So there must be no coercion, and that is called Sula. And in that way, they, you'll all come to a mutual agreement. In our legal jargon, we call this Takharuj. And that is meaning that all of you come to a mutual agreement is fine. You don't have to worry about market value. We started, we go to a new listener, it says here, yeah, I am a judge. He says, respected sir. I
0: want to ask that, from what age a girl should observe shari'i parda, hijab. Until what age? That is minimum minimum age and maximum age. Should she have to make parda till she is dead? Or up to say 80 years of age, or 95 years of age, etc. He says, some say that she is old. So she does not need to make parda in front of others as who is going to look at an old lady. Is this concept there in Islam? This is a a judge Ustad.
1: The Honorable Judge. You know (laughs) what they say, Mourn Arafat? Uh They say you must be sober like a judge. (laughs) So anyway, Honorable Judge, we say shukran, thank you very much and for your question. So in Islam, the earliest the lady becomes baliqa and mature and attains the age of puberty is nine years old. Mm. And for a boy, the earliest we find is 12 years old. So that's the first issue. So we will say once she reaches that age, then she should be wearing the hijab, the niqab, all these type of things. Because now you must remember that she is already baligha, mature, or murahika. Murahika means that she is on the verge of attaining the age of puberty. And therefore, salat will be compulsory upon her. Once she becomes baligha, she experiences a menses. The fasting will be compulsory upon her. So all these issues you will find a part of Islam. So some Similarly, remember, we say, regarding those issues of hijab and parda, the same laws apply as well. Yes, they can be a little bit of, you must remember, that, you know, takhfif as we call concession, if a lady is very old and so forth, wal minan nisa illati, and Quran Karim says that those ladies there. But to say that now she mustn't wear hijab, parda, that's totally wrong. Quran Karim says Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 60: That nikahan, that they don't have any desire for nikah. فليس عليهن جناهن أي ضأن ثيابهن غير متبرجات بزينة So chapter 24, verse 60, that she must not be exposing her beauty and so forth and so on. But today, this argument, we need to be very careful. Women are 50, 60, 70 years old, but they doll themselves up and they look so young and so forth. The man might be old, but he's not (laughs) cold. So therefore, remember that today there's too much fitna, so therefore it's compulsory even if they're old.
0: He says, your honorable Ustad, this is ummihani from Madinatul Munawwara. Islam teaches us the best dinar spent is the one spent on your wife's needs. Is buying and uh, buying clothing, shoes, etc. fall into the category of needs or desire? Bearing in mind that she does have more of these items. If she has a few pairs, not a lot. Does this mean israf? Ummi hani, from Madinatul Munawwara, Ustad.
1: Ummi Hani, all this got to do with Urf, what is the custom tradition, you must remember, the husband can use his common sense also, that if the wife has got five pairs of shoes, there's no need to buy another pair of shoes. She got 10, 15, 20 abayas, there's no need to buy another one, and so forth, unless it's a special occasion, Eid or something. So then it's different. So the best is the husband give his wife the dinar, and give her the money, and so forth you know the word dinar is mentioned in the quran as well and remember dinar do you wonder why dinar sister ummi ani anti madinatul dinar when you practice on deen Then it becomes deen When you practice on your own nafs On your own wombs, fancies And shaitaniyat and wasting Then it becomes Nar the fire So therefore it's merged deen nar. So when we practice on yeah. deen So it becomes deen And we practice on haram It becomes <coughs> Nar. So therefore the husband-wife Should have mutual discussion Allah Jalla <inaudible> wa Inshallah today at 5 1 To 1 1 will be tafsir and 1 to 2. Don't forget tonight, inshallah, between 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock, technical watch. Technical watch by Maulana Bilal Katrada between 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Merkas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah.
0: 14 minutes to 5 o'clock. Uh, don't miss this evening, technical watch by Hazrat Maulana Bilal Katrada. Yes, on Merkas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah.